Hiya, I'm Bio, and in case you're wondering, you are now listening to the Water Joke Podcast. A friendly disclaimer before you proceed, continued listening may result in one or more of the following. Involuntary and unrestrained laughter. <laughs> Learning new things. Uh-huh. Enjoyment, being offended, and falling in love. <laughs> and most importantly, always remember, please... Don't take everything you hear on here too seriously. Ooh, 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 it's what a joke. Hey, hey, ooh, 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 yeah, it's what a joke. Jazzy. Welcome to another What a Joke Monday. Today's episode is a bit local to me and um, when I first thought about this episode it was the time when my country was going through a lot which is every time I guess (laughs) but like this was really bad because the way things were going I might have ended up no longer being a Nigerian citizen and wait what am I saying (laughs) okay Maybe it wasn't that bad after all. Why, you ask? Find out now on What A Joke's coverage of one of the most dramatic weeks in Nigerian history that nobody will put in the history books because it wasn't dramatic enough. The first week in June. You can tell how dramatic it was just by my dramatic intro. Now, to the rest of the intro. Baya? Yeah? You forgot to add the air. Of course, they know I'm recording from the inside of my fully furnished bunker studio in 2071. (sighs) Act 1. The Renaming Ceremony. The United African Republic. Wow, and I thought I was bad at naming. You know, I thought UAR was a joke at first because back then when Twitter was legal, which I very briefly mentioned in episode one, I saw it trending and I thought, is that what we're calling our portion of Canada? (laughs) And a few days later, I discovered that no, it was the actual government or somebody somewhere in it that brought it up. Why? Because our old name was Smelling. Yes, it was Smelling Colonial Colonial. I guess you can say it was the scent of cologne. Eh? Eh? Yeah, uh, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't think so either. UAR, United African Emirates, sorry, Republic. What would we even have been called? Africans? Too late. And every time someone says something bad about Africans, we'll be able to tell if they mean just us or everybody else too. Ugh, Africans are so dumb. If they hate their president so much, they should have just voted him out after the first term, like we did. Honey, Africa is a continent. They can't have a president. Another option is Uarians. Hmm. I I, I see that happening. Of course, this means a new anthem, new pledge. Wow. So many songs in the mud. Of course, it's not like there was only one option. I mean... The Songhai Empire was another pretty popular choice. Act 2. Bird fight, chirp chirp. But that was probably the most same bit of huge news that week because, yes, 
I'm finally going to talk about it. Our president tweeted a threat to a nation. And you get points for guessing what nation he threatened. Israel? We're not trying to get killed. Singapore? I can see why, but Ghana? No. But that might be all it would take for them to be distracted long enough for us to sneak in, replace their rice with ours, and sneak back. <laughs> I, I, I kid, I kid. I love Ghanaian jollof. I've, I've never had any, though. Don't, don't offer me any, either. I'm, I'm quite full. One more guess. Ugh, this is so intense. Nigeria? Correct! Oh. My. How? What, 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 did, he, what did he say? No, I, I can't. I honestly, it was too gruesome. No. I, I can't even read the contents of... Okay, so he tweeted, Many of those misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Nigerian Civil War. You see where he's going with this? Those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. Wow, that's a lot. If you're wondering who he was talking to, there have been attacks on electoral offices in the southeast which were blamed on banned separatists. And by the way, if you feel like the country would be better off split up, you're a separatist too, which, if you're a Star Wars fan, is kind of cool. Sir Jack Dorsey of House Twitter, first of his name and ruler of the real bird app, didn't like the very unnecessarily violent threat, as it was in violation of the Twitter rules. In response to my country's ruler, he deleted the tweet. So you know what Mr. President did? He picked the mic back up and he deleted Twitter. And then he broke the mic so nobody could use it again. There's levels to this. But Bio, yeah? Don't you think he should buy back the mic? What? What mic? The mic he broke. There was no mic, bro. One interesting fact to note about this whole saga is that just last year, less than a year prior to itself, Nigeria used Twitter to beg for ventilators. I mean, the actual federal government Twitter account, Nigeria itself. The sheer Judas Iscariot of it all. I think one general pain spot about the tweet was that the president didn't use this tone on professional terrorists like Boko Haram and the guys that make munchets. I'm sorry, somebody had to say it. They're a menace to society. And so at the time of writing this, I'm in Nigeria and cannot legally use Twitter. But like every government that bans an international service, surely they have a good enough alternative to house the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of displaced users. Well, they do. Not. From the annals, one end, of a 68-year-old sore loser, ex-presidential candidate and CEO of IPI Solutions came a younger bird app when nobody wanted it at all. A seeming solution when a nation desperate for banter needed it the most. I present to you, Krawi, because I'm not calling it Crow. The social media, private messenger, and trading app 
with no privacy policy. Wait, what? What did I just read? That, that doesn't sound right. No privacy policy? Yeah, you know that annoying thing that pops up when you sign up to some new apps, terms and conditions and all of that? Nobody really reads them, but they're important and you can accidentally sell your soul over one day because you didn't read one, so be careful. But when they're not even there, ah, voila. Think of it like having a gate in front of your house. Sure, it may be annoying to have to open it and close it every time you want to leave and come back inside, but imagine not having it at all. Yep. What comes to my head right now is that meme about fences in Benin not being there but their house is still being totally safe. You know, one love, respect. I would never see anything against you guys. On the App Store, Crowey is described as an instant messaging... Me, messaging... Ma, mess, you get the idea. And financial t- t- transaction app <laughs> that comes with a digital wallet that helps to transfer and receive money while chatting. Well, that sounds amazing. Incredible, in fact. <laughs> Why, why, why would anybody not like this app? Well, that's because, first off, when you try to sign up, the screen for the privacy policy is blank. I mean, on um, Android, apparently, somebody said that it was Spotify's privacy policy copied and pasted. As at the start of June, the app hadn't been updated past version 1.1 on the App Store because Apple required the policy to be uploaded at the release of the next version. So they just left it there for like eight plus months I don't know how how many months is it going now Google eh they were a lot more chill you know they want your money anyhow it comes or so we thought nobody is disillusioned that Crow blatantly steals data from their users but when Facebook does it at least they're crafty then again from another angle you could say it's them being honest I will now read you reviews of the app from those who dared try it out so you never have to. Eunice Oladechi said, Totally unnecessary an app. If anyone cajoles you to download, download. Then come here and rate it the lowest you can. Afterwards, uninstall and delete the app pronto. You'd be doing the whole world a favor and protecting the ozone layer. <laughs> Fache, Fache <laughs> said, Never believed an app can give a person a heart attack, HIV, COVID, and antivirus all in one. I downloaded this app and great was my misfortune. This is not a drill. Neither is it a joke. Immediately you download this app, go and quarantine yourself and never come out of your house because your last days will start counting. This is not a drill. P.S. I think Google should put negative stars too. Ouch. Iggy Uzos said, This app runs down battery faster than even video calls. It will cause your phone to be hot like boiling ring. (laughs) This app is not worthy to be in this store. Hashtag yank it. And the reviews actually get worse. This app is horrible. It is exceptionally slow. Picture quality is awful. User interface is terrible as well. I feel like the developer tried to cram WhatsApp, Twitter and Instagram into a teeny tiny box. And honestly, it's not working. That picture quality really is horrible. A total waste of space, time and data. That was Oroluwa. Eventually, the app was taken down from the Google Play Store for reasons best known to Adamu and Google. But we all know what happened the last time something of ours was taken down for reasons relating to privacy violations. Google Play Store ban loading? 
Mm-hmm. According to sources outside of the country, of course, government officials still tweeted after the ban, condemning Twitter for what they did. But like, the app wasn't working in the country, so where, where were they tweeting from? Crowy App's official Twitter account tweeted this during the ban. Crowy to the world! Exclamation mark Nigerian emoji muscle emoji hundred underscore dash dash thingy. And that tweet is perfectly right. Because if you're posting that on Twitter, then it's definitely not to Nigeria. Act 3. Missed call of duty. That same week, the battle cry came. News quickly spread in the newspapers because, again, Twitter ban and Instagram gets everything like a day later. It seemed that the director general of the NYSC stated that core members would now be mobilized for war. The NYSC refers to the National Youth Service Corps, which is an annual national building exercise held in Nigeria to foster a sense of oneness amongst our youth. Young people who graduate before the age of 30 are sent to other parts of the country to experience a different culture and learn a new outlook on life. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Like a local exchange meets field trip, where you're no longer a student and, what's more, corpus are given a stipend of 33,000 naira monthly. Wow! Do you know what you could buy with 33,000 naira? Not a lot, but wow! Serving your country and getting paid for it doesn't get better than that. However, it would be as exciting as it sounded if it were happening, say, eight years earlier. That was just noise and annoyance. Hmm. If you take the NS from noise and the YC from annoyance, I'm like, oh my gosh, it makes sense now. So imagine being drafted to a certain northeastern Nigerian state and suddenly hearing that you're going to war. However, and quite fortunately for all of us that haven't served yet, that's not what the director general said. He was grossly misquoted by one mass student somewhere. So while coppers are not going to war, according to the National Defense Policy, core members are like reserve soldiers. This is because their education, exposure, and sophistication can make them easily adaptable to military training. Curse our sophistication and refinement that makes us such perfect candidates for the much less than super soldier program. But fast forward several months and the NYSE handbook, well, the new version at least, is released. Now, within this document, are rules and regulations to guide and safeguard the activities of each core member. There's so much attention and care, especially with the honesty levels, like how they said, when traveling high-risk roads, alert your family members, friends, and colleagues in order to have someone on hand to pay off the ransom that could be demanded. Oh, wow. So we're just skipping the entire part where you could, like, may or may not be kidnapped and just going to have the ransom on hand okay I mean if I was a bandit reading this I'd be so touched like (laughs) they got my emails really it makes you wonder if it's just for a year wouldn't it be safer in the army thank you for listening to the end if you liked it or not 
Please share with your friends, family, enemies, and total strangers in any way you can. Help share the humor. It would also mean a lot if you could subscribe to this show on the official Jamit platform. And I'd love to respond to your comments on the official Jamit Twitter page at Jamit FM. Under the post for this episode. Tune in next Monday for another episode because really, you can't make this stuff up. Thank you.